0: Welcome everyone, we're about to begin BPJ number 2, that's Bias bias panimi, the joint share for both men and women, share number 2. We're going to talk today about fighting that trend that happens in many marriages, in almost all marriages at various times, uh, that we become more like roommates rather than a husband and wife to one another. And this is true, by the way, even when marriages are going very, very well and even if in many aspects you're mummish a good team that you work together coordinate with the children everything and in the running of the house and uh, the shopping is done this way and then the other, and uh, the wife does this the husband does that and they coordinate and in that sense there is some relationship and but really unfortunately they are really checked out of the real relationship on the husband wife level of being lovers and husband and wife to one another. And the one thing we mentioned in the main shear, and it's important to mention here, that there are two ways that marriage drifts apart. And uh, there's estrangement and separation and uh, distance. One is, you know, when there are bad behaviors towards one another that need correction. And that's an aspect that we will discuss also a lot in the shiurim about how uh, self work and working on oneself and developing skills and communication could improve that. But very often, in many marriages, good marriages, it's just that the nature of it is that the default mode of marriages is to drift apart. If you don't work on it, if you're not intentional about focusing on uniting and connecting, <laughs> then ultimately there will be a certain uh, disconnect from one another. And that is sad, but the good news is, is that when you recognize it, and even if it has been going on for a very long time or too often or too long, it is workable to put that effort in and get on track and to always be intentional about it and connect with one another. And the truth is, people say... And they know and they believe it. And it's true that when one is single, especially if you're older, single, but even in the teenage years when you're not marriageable age yet, when you're alone, a a, a boy in his dormitory, a girl in seminary sometimes, or whatever it is, or in high school, sometimes they feel very, very alone when single. But the worst feeling of loneliness is when you're married, and you feel alone and disconnected from your husband and wife. In certain ways, that's even a more painful loneliness than being single. And it's not that you don't love each other. You do love each other. But you don't like each other in that way anymore. To In a kind of conscious level to the point that you feel connected with one another. Things became stale or too comfortable sometimes that's what it is also when things become comfortable you know you did your work in the beginning and then now you're in a certain pattern you do this and i do that you do this and i do that and we're minute island coming hugging that we go in our regular routines then what happens is is we go on autopilot and when we go on autopilot we check out and here are a few signs that the there is that roommate mentality And that um, there is a disconnect. And there's nothing to be alarmed when you hear any of this. Because the good news is is that every single sign here that shows that there is a disconnect, there's an easy solution to reconnect. And it's just that you both need to be conscious about it, intentional about it, and it reverts itself very quickly as long as this continues on a day-to-day basis. So one sign that there is a disconnect and they're more like roommates rather than a husband and wife is when your husband and wife no longer values your judgments or pays attention to how your your input on things they stopped asking you your advice on things that they used to do what do you think about this do you think we should do that Um, You know, I I have this dilemma. This is what happened. What do you think? What do you think? Valuing each other's opinions. By the way, that's a very, very important part of marriage in general. It makes no difference... Even if you have different intellectual interests, even if you both have different levels of intelligence, even if one of you is more intelligent in the emotional sense and the other one is intelligent and more in the intellectual sense, it really makes no difference. There are so many things. How long made me call Adam... When the chazals say that you can learn from every person, you could certainly learn from your own husband and your own wife, even if you're quite different from one another. And even if it's about a subject that they may not know that much about, but you'll never know. You'd be very surprised to a wife with her being a She may come up with an insight that you didn't think about. And with your husband also. It may seem that it's not his field or, or, or you know, he may not be so uh uh, you know, it um, nuanced in things, but never, nevertheless, he will sometimes say something that has a practical solution or to value their opinion on things. And that's a very important thing. So sign number one that you're drifting apart is when you no longer do this. And therefore, to get back, you need to really start valuing each other's judgments and opinions and paying attention to how each of you feels about situations and expressing it to one another. And another sign Is that you no longer want to engage with each other, and there seems to be more distance. So, for example, uh, you know, if one of them asks the other, "Are you okay?" you get a vague answer, "Okay. How was your day?" Uh, Baruch Hashem. Even if Baruch Hashem, you said the word Baruch Hashem, but very often the Baruch Hashem is Hashem wants to hear you say Baruch Hashem with a umph, with an enthusiasm. And he's happier saying Baruch Hashem, but if you're saying it just as a vague answer to your wife or your husband to just get them off your back, that's not the kavana of the Baruch Hashem. And um, the intent really is, is when that you're asked, are you okay or how is your day? And whether you're in the mood or not, and this is the Eitzah, whether you're in the mood or not right now of expressing what it is, you do answer and respond, not in vague ways, but in detailed ways. If you're asked that question, you say, okay, I had this type of day, this is what happened, that is what happened, and you elaborate and you communicate, and that's the way you get around that. Another sign of that distance that sometimes happens is when very much uh, they become defensive or passive-aggressive with one another, uh, where you say, nothing I say is good enough, and, uh, uh, you, you know, you 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 um, are very sarcastic and... Uh, and so on and so forth, and of course, this too, there is a solution. You don't become defensive, and uh, uh, when when you hear something that you don't feel comfortable hearing, you could talk about it, not but to come passive aggressive and so on and so forth. Another sign, and this is a quite of a surprise, but this is so true as well. A sign that you're just roommates and you're distant from one another is if when you pay more attention to your children more than yourselves, when you're more interested in your kids more than yourself. Now, I'm saying this, and you're listening to it, and you think to yourself, what do you mean? What about chenach? What about that the whole tachlis is to be mamshech daires? What about the idea of that one of the main keys of marriage is Pruvu, and to be Mamshak Diris and to be and you see all through the dirige how parents were misenfish for the children to bring them up on the proper So and you're telling me that a sign that the marriage is going stale or becoming roommates to one another and distance and a negative that you're paying more interest into your children more than yourself? How is that not a stira? And the answer is very simple. And we had this in the main by Shurim as well. And it's not healthy for the children either, by the way. It is not healthy for the children when they sense that the reason why you're putting so much emphasis on them rather than yourselves is because you're avoiding the communication between yourselves. The children will ultimately sense this and be burdened by it. And they will feel that the parent's survival in marriage is totally in them. And that creates a lot of guilt, and it's often not expressed. But um, I have a feeling that some of you who went through as children with parents that sometimes did not get along with one another and put their koichas in their children as a form of escape of their own reality instead of dealing with their own issues in a healthy way. The key behind all this is, is... and we spoke about this before, is that the marriage needs to be stronger than any children born into it. I'm going to say that again. The marriage between a husband and a wife needs to be stronger than any and all of the children born into it. True, there's an Iker at hafket of having children and, hem and being moiss and nefesh for them in many, many, many ways. No question about it. Never at the price of your own marriage. And this is the mistake, and we spoke about it before. People think, in the first riot they say, what are you talking about? By, uh, by, by, by uh, Ace of it says he put his wives first and in, in, the, in the Pusik. And by Yaakov it says he put his children first in the Pusik. So you see from here that I'm wrong. Children take priority over the marriage. And that's false. Over there we're talking about, in public, when they're traveling, Lamaris Ayan, there's an the Indian of Tznius, the Iker Indian of a woman is akeresabays to be in the home. Therefore, when you're traveling, then you put your children up in the front and you in the in the in the wise in the back. That's what Yaakov actually did, even when he had to present himself with his family to Esav, he put the women in the back. But the bottom line is, is in the house though, Khalila. Your husband is your first child. Your wife is your first child. So what happens very often in marriages that become stale, is, and the that simon that's wrong with it, is when you invest in your children. And it looks like you're doing it because of the serious nefesh, because of chenech And I will also say, and this may be shocking to people, and this has nothing to do with birth control or not birth control. Because Kane Yerbu, if you have the Kaychais, and you could be, have a wonderful, beautiful Mishpochah of a reboy of many, many children, it's Mekadoshin shemaim. it's a beautiful thing. But if many people, though, unfortunately, have another baby to be a distraction, to escape from their Problems and issues instead of facing them with one another as a husband and wife. That is very, very true. Now, the resistance you get from that is, what do you mean a distraction? You think, uh, you know, you, you take care of a baby and waking up at night all the time and changing diapers and and sleepless nights and and all that, and that you 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 think I would want to? That's called a distraction. Yes, that's called a distraction. Some people would rather do that than to work on their own in inner growth and in connecting to their husband and connecting to their wife in a real true way. And that's something important that one needs to know. So again, that's another simmon. That is a simmon that when you express and hyper focus unhealthily on your children, you could say it in the name of chinach, you could say it in the name of whatever it is. And this is not saying that you neglect any child You give special attention to every child But you do it as a team together And part of it is connecting to each other It is similar to what we say It's always a famous concept That when you are out of breath in And in a, lose oxygen in a plane Because of, a, of the pressure of, of the compartment You first put that oxygen mask on your own self Not on your loved one Because the only way you could help your loved one if you yourself have that mask and you're able to breathe and now you could assist those loved ones that's in your care. It sounds counterproductive. It seems selfish. What do you mean? You know, if I have one oxygen mask that right now I have in front of me or even if I have two, but if the one I have to put on right now and we're running out of ear is on my child, on that other. No, you put it on yourself that'll give you the brain and enough oxygen to be able to deal with the situation to be able to help your child. And that is the key. You have to save your marriage first. Your wife or your husband is your first priority. And your children need this too. And your children need this too because that will—that that is part of the mental and physical and spiritual health of your children when they see their parents get along with each other. So there needs to be a reset when these things happen. When there becomes a distance, when there is a roommate mentality in marriages. There needs to be a reset. One of the resets is, is to remove unhealthy, unrealistic expectations of one another. Every partner, husband to wife, wife to husband, that's why the shares for both of you not no partner can fulfill all your needs for connection always. It is unrealistic. There has to be a realistic expectation of connection. And we're going to talk about it, both in the joint shurim and the separate shurim, on the importance of connecting, of a husband connecting with a wife and a wife connecting with a husband. But there has to be a certain realism there. Sometimes, and this is all normal, sometimes a wife needs more than a husband on on a connection level. They need a good friend, a female friend, to shop with, to talk things through with, a healthy, good female friend. A husband also needs, besides his wife, needs a good chavrusa, a good chavar, a good rebbe, a good mentor th- to, to, to have those connections. So the unrealistic expectation is also something that people just check out. Okay, I'm not connecting, so I'm just going to check out. No, you in a realistic way, you connect in every possible way that you can connect without re- with realizing that, you know, As human beings, you'll never be able to connect 100% at a time. And another thing that you need to do in order to break that roommate style and develop a husband-wife relationship again is to honestly to learn. This is hard once you got out of it to get back into it, and you have to break your comfort zone to honestly express emotions. For men, it's especially important. Stereotypically, they have a harder time expressing emotions. They're ashamed to cry. There's nothing wrong with crying. Crying is very healthy when done the right way. And by the way, that is a sign of a good marriage, of a vulnerable marriage from time to time when a husband is in a certain tzara and wants to express emotion and they cry. And they're not embarrassed for the wives to see it and the wives respect them more for it when it's an honest, open emotion. And it's very, very healing if you can get to that place. And they could talk honestly about the money and about the budgets and things like that. They could talk honestly about sex and about the need for sex and the scheduling of it and how to work with each other to make it pleasurable for the both of you. They are open in discussing their amuna and the differences on Ashkafa and where they agree to disagree and even with the chenach and so on. There's nothing wrong. All couples argue. All couples disagree. But healthy couples fight fearly, and healthy couples fight with respect meaning disagree with respect with the respect with the derech eretz and all this what we discussed in this year and it's good for you to listen to it because there's a lot in here what you're doing is is you're replacing bad habits with healthy habits and the key really is and i'll be messiah with this and please pay attention these changes are small step changes it's not a dramatic thing. It's not like one day, okay, I'm taking off a week. You're taking off way. We're parceling out the kids. We're going to Hawaii for two weeks. And we're going to romantically connect. And gonna, that's a beautiful thing if you could do it. Kala vote. Although I heard Hawaii is a shy or Whatever. Maybe the wrong place for, for two weeks. I think with the date time, date line, whatever. But you get my drift. The idea is is that it's not that. It's the small step changes and even if you don't see results right away, this is very important in everything we're saying here. You plant a seed and you're putting in your you plowed and you watered and you plant the seeds and the sun is shining and yet and things are happening underneath. The roots are connecting to one another. There's a whole infrastructure taking place. You see nothing. And then there'll be a day where you'll see a tiny little sprout and ultimately you'll grow up to be a beautiful Wheat stalks or a beautiful tree, whatever you planted. Same thing over here. Don't get discouraged with the small steps where you, see, you seem to see on the surface zero or little change. You keep at these good habits that we discuss here, and you replace the bad habits with these good habits. Day in and day out, day in and day out, the results will come. Building one building block at a time. Do not get discouraged by the fact that you did all that work and you're looking at the field and you see nothing. Farmers have that all the time. You learn how farms, agriculture works. Very often that's what happens. You see nothing for a long period of time. Then you see little pitchforkas coming out of the ground, you know. And then, you know, at the end, after months and months, and whatever it is, you see a beautiful cornfield, a beautiful wheat field, a beautiful orchard, with beautiful pears. Yeah, but you know, it started out with hard work and with nothing there or things beneath the surface there. That is why it's important to always keep at it, keep at it, keep at it. And everything we talked about here to do your best to, and it's normal, like I said, the natural state for marriages falls into a default mode of a distance. And therefore, it takes work and effort to connect to each other day in and day out. And you do this, Be'ez HaShem, you will all be מצליח. Hatsalachem Brachem.